The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by our Kentucky Derby Contest. The winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Thursday, May the 4th. I have got an excellent uh, May the 4th joke that I'm going to slip in in the next hour. And I can't wait. Oh, you're going to fall off your chair, Moon. I can see you're already excited. Uh, Top class joke this is, so... Uh, be prepared for that, everybody. Um, I promise you it's worth it. Um, and we've got a full slate for Friday, May the 5th, uh, of MLB action. Joining us first up uh, is the OG, Mr. Munaf Manji. Munaf, how are you doing? Well, what the hell was that wave that you had at the beginning? You're like, hi, everyone. What the hell was that? It was, you know, it was a, just it was flamboyant. We're getting, we're getting more viewers now, so it's nice to be visually entertaining as well as good-looking. Okay, well, just making sure. I'd never seen that before of all the pods that we've done. But not uh, good to be here. Uh, another great schedule for Friday. Can't wait to dig in with you, boys. Um, and from somewhere in New Jersey, Mister D Rock. D Rock did the uh, did the New Jersey Cat Devils get beat last night? Oh man, did they ever? They got hosed. They got. It, it just looked bad. I uh, don't want to talk about that. But uh, may the fourth be with you, Malcolm. I don't yes. know what's worse, the Devils losing or the Mets getting swept. Ooh, I know what's worse. Oh, <laughs> I oh. know what's worse. Oh, that hurts. I know what's uh, been better for my bank balance. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like did okay last night. So yesterday, we um, got the Mets beaten twice. Uh, faded Kyle Gibson. We gave him the old man fade. Uh, and then my luck was 7 nothing up after half an inning. So I could go to bed. Um, knowing that I can wake up with a winner. So this afternoon, the day's ball, uh, it's been mildly chaotic and it's also been kind of profitable as well. We took Erod and we didn't fade Verlander, but we just wanted to take Erod, I think, uh, for the Tigers. And JV gave up those two first inning um, bombs and that was it. That was all the scoring. So uh, they won two to nothing. The Angels won as a dog. We took those, fading. Uh, Jack Flaherty, the, the Angels made a meal of it, as they always do, actually. But at one point in that game, they were 11-2 to two in front. Um, hit the post a little bit with the Pirates, and then I'm, everyone's live sweating stuff. I need I need the White Sox, um, and I need the Orioles. Oh, the Orioles got the bases loaded. Orioles on the run line. So Wait, someone Malcolm. can keep you posted. Yes, yes. Real, real quick, uh, is your two weeks done fading the White Sox? I took, yeah, we, we announced it last night. We made oh. a huge, yeah. And I backed them last night. Moon after that, he fell off his, uh, yeah. off his little stool there. We backed them at what price were they? Um, plus 120. Um, yeah, we I took to them first five, first five as well. Because I'm sweating the twins the right now on the money line. And I'm like, because two weeks are still going on for me, Malcolm. Yeah, well, you, uh, you were just a few days too late to the party, Dylan. I am. Um, 
But I'm over the moon with that. So if anyone can in the in the chat can keep me posted on those scores and see if I can cash a few more tickets. I cashed in the football tonight. I took the under two and a half goals in the Man United Brighton game. That finished one 0 to Brighton. So over the moon. Uh, loads of people joining in and chirping on. Jake's here, uh, the captain in Sino, obviously. Riley. Um, is Riley our favourite Canadian? I think he might be. Uh, Riley's joined us to say hello as well. Uh, so, yeah, loads of stuff to get to. Um, tell you what we'll do first is we'll tell you about the good people at Shady Race um, and Shady May. Uh, Shady Race teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. You're getting amazing 50% off. We're going to have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have got you covered from the sun to the slopes with their premium polarised shades, customisable snow goggles, and plenty more. Really durable stuff as well. Uh, they will replace any lost or broken pairs. No questions asked. So you can wear them with confidence. Get up to anything you like. If you don't love them, they'll exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Go to shadyways.com. Use the code SGPN. For 50% off two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses, then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the Shady May contest. Okay, we will start tomorrow with a 2.20 Eastern first pitch, just one day's fall event tomorrow. It is the Miami Marlins at the Chicago Cubs, where Edward Cabrera pitches for Miami, and Justin Steele, left-handed pitcher, friend of the show, uh, goes for the Chicago Cubs. Um, Miami are plus 142. The Cubs are minus 165. Total is set at nine. Um, Cabrera, two and two on the year with a 467 ERA. Um, he's got really similar lines. Um, he's given up at least kind of two earned runs in each start. He walked too many batters last time up and he's given up some homers as well. Um he did pitch last time out at home against the Cubs in a game that Miami won 7-6 and went to Wrigley last year once and pitched five scoreless. So Cabrera goes there not without hope tomorrow. Um, but we just love what Steele's been doing. We we backed him just about every time I think he's, he started this year. He's 4-0 on the year as a 149 ERA. Did lose 4-3 at Miami last time. I think he was a little bit unlucky. Um, he's got a 0-52 home ERA. That's the key stat in all of this. Um, when I handicapped this, I hadn't seen the prices. I've got the Cubs down to win. Minus 165 might be a little bit too short. Um, so, But the Cubs on the run line doesn't really bother me. I watched Miami last night. They're still not... They put up a few runs against Atlanta, but I just don't trust this offense at all. So, yeah, give me the Cubs on the run line behind another good start from Steele, please, Muna. Yeah, the uh, Marlins will be traveling from uh, Miami to Chicago. They're playing Atlanta today. Um, but yeah, Justin Steele on the mound, man. That, that's been my guy this uh, season. He's 4-0 with a 1.49 ERA. Um, two starts for Cabrera on the road. Uh, 0-2 with a 6.00 ERA. And like you mentioned, Mally, he did face the Cubbies at home in his last start. They actually have 12 strikeouts in that game in five innings. So um He's given up uh, at least two earned runs in every single one of the starts, and he hasn't made it past the uh, fifth inning uh, in five out of the six starts so far this season. So um, I'm going to trust Justin Steele at home, take a run line in the first five innings for the uh, Chicago Cubs. That's price not out. That price is not out yet, uh, but I will be back in the Cubs here in this game against the Marlins. Uh, Baltimore have got it. Well, they haven't quite got it done, but they've taken a 12-9 lead. Great news, Dylan. Uh, what have you got for the... Marlins at the Cubs. 
Yeah, I agree with the run line with the Cubs. Uh, I actually like the over nine in this one. Uh, I made my total 10.3. So Justin Steele, he's been great this season, but I'm just going to fade the Marlins and Edward Cabrera. Like Munoff said, 6-0 and ERA on the road, eight runs given up on 11, 11 hits. And now he's going up against a top five offense. I just think this could be a really bad st- uh, start for him. On the other hand, I think the Marlins can contribute a few runs. I know Justin Steele's been really good, but they're hitting 299 off of lefties. We have winds blowing out in Wrigley as well. So love the Cubs on the run line, but I do like the over as well. Next up, 635 Eastern first pitch is the Toronto Blue Jays at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Chris Bassett for Toronto, and it's Dick Mountain Day. Uh, Rich Hill, left-handed pitcher, goes for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Minus 150 for the Blue Jays, plus 120 for Pittsburgh. Total is at eight and a half. We'll head straight back to D-Rock for this one. Yeah, another total for me. I like the over eight and a half. I made my total 8.8. I really wanted to back the Pirates here, depending on the number we were getting, but I needed a plus 150 or higher to take the Buccos. Both have really good offenses. Blue Jays hit lefties really well, 278 batting average. Toronto on the road, 10-8 toward the over, including going over in every game against the Red Sox in the last series. Uh, you could tack on a few runs for both Hill and Bassett, in my opinion. So we have winds blowing out again over here at PNC. So I'm going to be on another over here, eight and a half. Okay, over for Dylan Munaf. Uh, I do like the Blue Jays' uh, team total over in this game. Um, we take a look at Chris Bassett last season against the Blue Jays. Sorry, against the Pirates when he was with the Mets. Uh, he was really good for the uh, Mets in that situation. I think it was two and zero with a point six nine ERA. Um, Blue Jays, the bats have been hot. I think that they'll be able to get to Rich Hill in this game. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna back the Blue Jays bats here. Give me the team total over, and then also I'll back Chris Bassett as well. I like the Blue Jays in this game as well. Yeah, I like the Blue Jays. It's kind of a unit and a half play. Um, Chris Bassett's kind of four decent starts in a row. Um, sorry, Rich Hill four decent starts in a row, but the, those last three have been against. Washington, Cincinnati, and Colorado. I think his luck could run out uh, tomorrow, as, as well as Pittsburgh have been playing. Um, but yeah, they could drop on tomorrow here. So I'll take the, the unit and a half play on the Blue Jays. Um, new face in the chat, uh, C.D. Matthews. Uh, good evening. Welcome. Yeah, very welcome from Memphis, Tennessee. Lane's in there as well. Uh, always nice to see some new faces, um, names. Where we go next? We'll go 640 Eastern, Chicago White Sox at the Cincinnati Reds. Lance Lynn for the White Sox and Hunter Green takes the ball for Cincinnati. Um, it's a match on the books, minus 110 each of two, and a total set at eight and a half. Muna. Yeah, Lance Lynn has just been um, terrible to start the season. Um, 0-4 with a 7.16 ERA over his last three games. It stayed consistent 0-3, 7.02 ERA. Um, he's been atrocious atrocious in Chicago. Does head to the road here where he's 0-1 with a 4.86 ERA. But we kind of just go through his game log. The White Sox have lost every single one of his starts this season. He's allowed at least four earned runs in four of the last five starts. Um, I think that the Reds can get to him here a little bit. 
with the way that he has been pitching. You talk about Hunter Green. I mean, he's been actually pretty good so far this season. Um, he hasn't allowed more than three earned runs in any of his starts so far this season. And over his last three starts, he's actually, um, despite not having a win, 14 innings pitched. He's only allowed one earned run uh, in those games. He has a .64 ERA. So I think we do have the better pitcher on the mound here. It seems like Hunter Green has found his form here a little bit. Uh, we know the strikeouts are there. And last season, it was just the fact of him um, you know, locating his fastball and, and, and getting command on his pitches. Um, I'm going to go with Hunter Green and the Reds here. I have the better pitcher here. I'm going to continue fading Lance Lynn. Um, 100% agree with you, moving enough for the same reasons, really. Um, I think this is a this is a good chance for Hunter Green and Cincinnati to get the win over Lance Lynn. Uh, the White Sox have just come off their first series win uh, of the year, uh, taking down the Twins. They're making hard work of pushing a run over the line in extras as we speak. Um, yeah, I was happy to take them tonight, but I think this is a, a better spot. Cincinnati are going to win some games, and um, with Hunter Green on on the hill for them, that's their best chance. It's a fair price as well. I don't mind that price of minus one ten. Uh, next up is a six four Eastern. I'll, I'll take oh, the hit me, sorry. I'll oh, did I did I ignore you? Sorry, Dylan. You know, it's all good. Um, I'll take. I'll take I'm the too busy well. sweating sweating these bets out, but. Um, I haven't got Munaf's tennis ball eyes. I'm having to keep flicking between um, little uh, little tabs on my laptop, and you know I'm not very good at stuff like that. Uh, 6-4 Eastern is the New York Yankees at the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Johnny Brito for the Yankees. Now, four hours ago, I had Yoni Chirinos pitching for Tampa Bay. Now, that's officially TVD now. Um, either of you two boys got any thoughts on that? I, have... uh, I see TBD as well. I don't know if Dylan sees something see, yeah. else. Yeah, I see TBD, but I saw Johnny Brito. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah I'll stick with uh, Chirinos if if, if sure. Munaf co-signing that. Um, so, yeah, Johnny Brito, two and three. Uh, there's no lines on this, um, by the way, with, with Tampa being officially TBD. But I can tell you about uh, bits and bobs that are going on. Johnny Brito, two and three. 5.56 ERA. He's been really inconsistent. He's got one bad start to his name. His last three have been okay. Just hard to know what to get. And the Yankees, they, they, they snapped their, their losing streak, but they're still not scoring a load of runs. Um, they've lost the most days to the IL than any other team in MLB so far this season. And if you take, when you take, obviously Judge Stanton, whoever else, Baker came back last night and then exited again um, after a three-man pile-up in the outfield. Um, the manager reckons he might be okay, but just the bottom half of that order is just a little bit of a mess at the moment. Um, I like Trent, uh, Yoni Chirinos. He's, he's been used as a piggyback um, pitcher coming in after an opener. It looks like he's going to actually open this one. So you'll get three or four innings out of him. He's only given up one run. Um, ground ball pitcher. I think you have to trust him. Uh, and Tampa Bay Rays have been fine in their bullpen games so far this season. They're 16-2 at home. Um, the, the Yankees have scored 81 fewer runs than Tampa in this 32-game stretch. I mean, that's bordered on three runs per game. It's absolutely incredible. Um, so, yeah, no prices, but I think Tampa Ray first five, and I think Tampa Bay Rays on the run line here. Um, Moon 
Yeah, Rays for me as well. Um, like you mentioned, like I don't know where you're going to get out of the Yankees uh, this season. Like, there's games where their offense shows up, and there's more games where they don't show up. And I think you mentioned the stat that the Rays are 16 and two at home. So, um, yeah, I'll, on some shape or form, I'm going to be on the Rays here as well. Uh, D-Rock for the Yankees. Yeah, team ride up. I don't know how you can fade the Rays at this point right now, especially at home. Uh, maybe an under team. Rays not playing a lot of overs at this point. Yankees are an under machine right now. So maybe look under uh, depending on the price. But, yeah, I can't back the Yankees here right now. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys real quick before we move ahead. What did you think of Wanda Franco's uh, play, his little flashy play? I thought it was pretty cool. It doesn't bother me at all, shit like that. At the end of the day, the only person he can damage doing that is himself. Like, if he drops it, yeah. makes a bit of a tit of himself and um, could cost them a run or what have you. But other than that, he's can't... Like you see, he's not... There's nothing... He can't damage the other team or... Yeah. I don't get any of this. I'm 4,000 miles away. About five times a year, all you people have this crazy unwritten rule argument. And the old thing just baffles me. To death, like I don't know what you're talking about. Any of you? I'm surprised Malcolm didn't say I do this on a weekly basis when he pays for the Newcastle Nighthawks on his on his game. Oh, I do all the tricks. I'll, I'll throw in a cartwheel, backflip, shit like that because I'm tagging people out. You name it, there I've got go. all the tricks. <laughs> I love it. Well, I, thought, I think we need more of it in baseball. To be honest, you know, I don't think he did it on purpose. He, he said he does it in field and practice all the time. Yeah, um, and I don't think I think it was just instinct. I don't think he gave it a yeah. second thought. I don't think. He thought, I'm going to do this thing and it's either going to be fun or disrespectful. I think he just did it. And, yeah. like you say, who cares? Like, uh, and it's one thing if he's not performing. The guy's hitting over 300. He's 22 years old. The, you know, like the sky's the limit for the kid, I feel like. So, love it. Yeah, agree. 7.05, Eastern first pitch. The Boston Red Sox at the Philadelphia Phillies. Chris Sale, left-handed pitcher, goes for Boston. And Zach Wheeler is the starter for Philadelphia um, Boston are plus 120. The Phillies are minus 150. And the total is set at seven and a half. And we'll pass this one to Dylan. Yeah, this game was tough to handicap uh, because, you know, how can you not back the Red Sox at this point right now? Seven and three in their last 10. They're playing really good baseball. They swept a very good Blue Jay team. And... I kind of like the over in this one, seven and a half. Usually I'm on the under, I'm an under better, but a lot, a lot of these games, I bet the over today, uh, over eight, eight or eight and a half. I made my total 8.7, you know, Red Sox overs have been very profitable, 22 and 10 on the year, nine and four toward the over on the road. You got two top five lineups. I think the Phillies can score uh, some runs on sale. You know, he hasn't pitched the best on the road either, so I'm going to fade him, but I'm not going to fade both of these teams' bats. So give me the over in this one. Okie doke, Munaf, for your Red Sox. Yeah, this was a, uh, one of the tougher games of handicap. Um, like Dylan mentioned, that Chris Sell has gotten to trouble uh, on the road this season, right, where his ERA is currently at um, – just had in front. Give me a second here – 8.36. He's allowed 13 earned runs and 14 innings pitched on the road so far this season. So um, I feel like the bats can um, get to uh, Chris Sale here of the Phillies. If you want to look at a Phillies first five team total or um, 
a, a full game over as well. I think Zach Wheeler, you know, we talked about this early in the season that you know, him and Aaron Nola um, maybe feeling that taxation of that, you know, the World Series run last year. And, you know, they got off to a slow start. Um, but I, I think that we'll, we'll see some positive regression for them soon. But, um, yeah, for me, I would probably look at the over as well. Lean to the Phillies, but nothing official. But I do like the uh, over call there by uh, Dylan. Um, I've been in on Chris Sale all year. Well, so I was in on the start of the season. I was expecting good things. So I've been watching him kind of closely. Two of his last three have been good. And it looks to me like he's getting it together. Um much better last time. Um, Masataka Yoshida is on a nice little tear for Boston, a 13-game hit streak. Um, and I'm just a little bit unconvinced by the Phillies. I'm going to take a little gamble. Sometimes you, you've backed a player so much um, that I have to take him in this spot. So, yeah, I've got no problem really with it. Um, Boston behind a good start from Chris Sale, who's getting it together. I will take the dog uh, at a price of plus 120. I'll write that down right now. Okay, next we are going... Back to the top left, it's the 7-10 Eastern first pitch between the Colorado Rockies and the New York Mets. Antonio Senzatella um, takes the ball for Colorado on debut for the season. And Kodai Senga uh, goes for the Mets, plus 210 on the Rockies, minus 300 on New York. Uh, Toll is set at 7.5, Muna. Yeah, uh, Sensatel's first start this season, like you mentioned. Uh, last season, he was 3-7 and seven with a 5.07 ERA. Uh, 19 starts last season for the Rockies. He gave up 52 earned runs and 92 and one-third innings pitch. So, um, wasn't very good, I guess, to say the least. Kodai Senga um, got off to a great start in his first two starts, which were against the Marlins, but... Um, walks are a huge issue for uh, Kodai Senga. He's allowed at least three walks in every single one of his starts this season. He's allowed four walks and three straight starts to the opposition. Um, now, the offense has been able to carry the Mets in those uh, games. He did lose his last start against the Washington Nationals. Uh, he did pitch a uh, he pitched a, a decent game in that outing where he went five innings, allowed only two earned runs. Uh, but the, that game, he didn't get the run support from the Mets. Um Man, I'm not sure if I can get behind the Mets right now with um, how bad they played against uh, Detroit in Detroit. Um, I know Colorado has been bad as well, but I think this is too big of a price for me to uh, bet on a guy that has you know control issues right now with all the walks that he's giving up as well. And um, so I would probably look at a over in this game. I think that maybe there's some rust for Sensatella in this in this game. Um, you know, dealing with the pitch clock, his first start of the season. We saw Verlander kind of struggle with that where he gave up the two home runs in the first inning. So um, Mets team total over first five or full game, if you want to dice it up that way. Um, I think Colorado can, you know, score a couple here as well. So I think I'm more comfortable with the Mets team total to go over uh, than laying that big price with uh, with the Mets here on the, on the money line. Yeah, this was a horrible game to handicap because – the prices weren't particularly appealing. You've got a prohibitive favourite. So then you're trying to find a, an angle in. And none of the angles were really very attractive, um, apart from runs, because you're just giving yourself more chance um, of getting a win. Either Sensatella hasn't got it, uh, or the Rockies can contribute a few uh, on Senga. The, the Mets pitching, um, they're, they're averaging the starting pitching 
hasn't reached an average of five innings per start, which is a huge problem because then that pushes onto the bullpen and it just kind of, it just makes everything a little bit more wobbly. Scherzer and Verlander, hopefully, uh, will be able to help with that. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to see. But other than a few runs getting scored tomorrow, this was this was hard, Dylan. Uh, the your New York Mets, tell us something positive. I can't. I don't know how anyone should lay. I can't lay uh, minus 240, let alone minus $2 with the Mets right now. They stink. They just got swept by the Tigers. They can't score a run to save their lives. Their pitching, like you mentioned, is atrocious. It's putting strain on the bullpen. It's a 500 team right now. They're they're not good at all. I I, I can't back them in good faith. Uh, Rockies they've won three in a row. I honestly I could see them beating the Mets tomorrow. So I I'm not going to be on the Mets. It's still windy and cold over here, but I do agree with Munaf on the over. That's the only thing I'd really play. I made my total 8.7. So I think Kodai Senga, like you mentioned, started good. Walks are a big issue for him. Gets him into trouble. Uh, pitch count goes up. Puts our bullpen in more stress. Uh, I like the over here. Uh, the Rockies have just come from four behind to uh, take the lead over the Brewers in the bottom of the eighth. So putting a little uh, charge together. I took Rockies first five, obviously. So lost that and still going to win the game. So yeah, uh, right team, wrong bet. Underdog Fantasy, uh, Best Ball Mania 4 is here. And Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL and MLB. With their player prop barleys, head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And for Kentucky Derby Week on the Notorious OTB podcast, which is brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, uh, all your Triple Crown bets uh, will be on there. Plus, leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcasts between now and Belmont Saturday. June the 10th, you'll be entered into a draw to win a canvas print of the Wolves' one-of-a-kind fallen bob painting. Um, and we've got a bonus contest exclusively on the SGPN app. The winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card. I have oh, just today published the Kentucky Derby article, so go and find that over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And in the last hour or so, I um, recorded a Derby podcast with Sean and Ryan and... Uh, the Wolf of Oakland, which was A, loads of fun, and B, um, had all the winners in there as well. So if you want some winners for Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday, actually, we picked some winners for, um, then that's the place to find all of those things. We will crack on with the 7-10 Eastern first pitch between the Minnesota Twins and the Cleveland Guardians. Bailey Ober goes for Minnesota and Peyton Battenfield, we like him, for the Cleveland Guardians. It's another match on the books. Minus 110 each of two with a total set at eight and a half. Moonaf, books can't split them. Can you? Uh, yeah, Bailey Ober's had a um, pretty good start here for the Twins. 11 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's only allowed two earned runs. Uh, I know it's come against some of the weaker offenses, which was the Nationals and the Royals. Uh, but he got the job done for the Twins in those two starts. Uh, last season, or over the last two seasons, I should say, he has faced the Guardians three times, um, 15 innings pitched in total, and he's only allowed four earned runs in that span. He did face them one time last season in September, five shutout innings, only allowed one hit to the uh, Cleveland Guardians in that game. Uh, the Guardians have lost all four of uh, Peyton Battenfield's starts so far this season. 
Um, he's allowed at least three earned runs in two straight starts. And he an- another pitcher that has some walk issues. He's allowed um, see a total of 11 walks over his last three starts. And over the last two games, he's allowed four walks each. So um, I think definitely you have the better pitcher here with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, I'm going to back the Twins here. I, I'm, Bailey Ober should be able to continue his stellar pitching to start the season. Has pretty good history against the Guardians as well. Um, I could see this being a low-scoring game, but I do think that the, the uh, Twins could sneak out like a 3-1, to 4-2 type of victory here. So I'll take the Twins, and I do like the under in this game as well. Okay, Twins for Moon after, Lynn. 100% agree. Everything. I like the under. I made my total 7.9, and I like the Twins. I made them a minus 125 favorite. I don't want to back the Guardians right now. Four and eight at home. They've lost four of the last five. And Moonoff mentioned it as well. Guardians, they've lost every start uh, Battenfield has made. I just trust the better pitcher in this spot. Uh, Twins just went up 4-2, by the way, in extras. So I'm going to back the better offense, I think, as well. I'll take the Twins here as well. Um, well, that's gravely disappointing news. Um, yeah, team right. Get your horns out. I, I like Bailey Ober. Um, and I think Peyton Battenfield um, has got a disaster incoming at some point uh, soon. So quite possibly could be tomorrow. I'll take Minnesota at minus 110. 7.20 Eastern first pitch. The Baltimore Orioles at the Atlanta Braves. Dean Kramer for Baltimore and Max Freed, left-handed pitcher, Goes for the Braves, plus 170 on the Orioles, minus 225 on Atlanta. And the total is set at eight and a half. Um, I think last night, was it last night or was it the night before? Let me check my notes here. Um, Baltimore, Baltimore shut out for the first time this season. Um, I think that was last night. Dean Kramer has had four bad starts from five. Um And a couple of those have been against uh, Oakland and Detroit. So I think this is really quite a bad spot uh, for Dean Kramer. He's 2-1 and on the year, has a 6.67 ERA. Yeah, Baltimore worship. It was last night. Um, Oh, yes, it was the Kyle Gibson. It was the old guy fade. It worked, Uh, even though it was another old guy. Zach Greggie beat him. So, yeah, we handicapped that one half to death. So, yeah, Baltimore coming off their first shutout of the season. Um, we did handicap Max Reed last night. Uh, they've obviously shuffled around there, starting pitching. He's 2-0 on the year with a 0.45 ERA. Um, and frankly, he's unopposable in this spot. Uh, Freed, Ozzy Albies is doing all right. He's hit nine bombs, is now leading the Braves um, in home runs. So he could carry on in his set. But yeah, price is prohibitive. Uh, I'll add on the run line uh, for me, please, Moonaf. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think Max Fried was supposed to pitch on Thursday. I think they pushed him back to Friday now. But you know, we talked about it yesterday. He's been in really good form for the uh, Atlanta Braves. Um, one thing that really stuck out to me about Max Fried um, is against American League teams, 9-1 and one with a 1.54 ERA, 73 strikeouts and 12 appearances against American League teams. Uh, you have the better pitcher on the mound. You have the better offense as well. I agree with you, sorry, uh, Braves run line for me as well. Dylan, is this consecutive team rights? I do like the Braves run line, but I like the over uh, better. I got an eight 
Uh, but I still like the eight and a half over. I made my line 8.9. Both have been very good over teams in the season. 17 and 12 toward the over for the Orioles. Braves 18 and 12 toward the over. 11 and 3 at home toward the over. Two top five offenses. And I like the way the Orioles have been swinging the bat. I know they got shut out, but 13 runs they came back with today. I think they'll have some success against Freed. I know he's been good, but uh, Braves, they're definitely going to score four or five runs off of Kramer. So I I like the over, and I do agree with the run line on the Braves. Uh, Randy McFarland's in the chat. Yeah, asking if I fade in the White Sox again. Yeah, you missed the White Sox handicap. It was a team ride on on Cincinnati uh, on the money line, especially after the White Sox, or as we speak, um, costing me money by blowing... uh, the lead against the Minnesota Twins and not be able to push a run over twice uh, in the bottom of extra innings. 8-10 Eastern first pitch is the Oakland Athletics against the Kansas City Royals. Yes, bump fight. <laughs> Left-handed pitcher um, Kyle Muller goes for Oakland and Brad Keller goes for Kansas City. Um, Lions plus 120 for the A's, uh, minus 150 on Kansas City. Total set at 8.5. Dylan, do your worst. What do you think of this? Oh, man, what a game. Uh, you're never going to guess. Give me another over. I like the over nine. I made my total 9.8. I didn't want to back either team in this situation. But if you were to ask me, gun to my head, I probably would lean Royals. I did make them a minus 150 favorite. But I'd rather fade both pitchers, especially Kyle Muller. Uh, the A's off, lost both of his starts on the road. He has an ERA of 10 on the road. I don't want to back him or the A's in this spot. The Royals have scored some runs this past week. We saw them in a shootout today with the Orioles. I think they'll be able to take advantage of Muller on the road. The A's on the season 21 and 10 towards the over. We got winds blowing out 10 mile an hour winds to left field as well. So I'm usually an under better, but I found myself on a lot of overs tomorrow. So uh, give me the over nine. Okay, Muna. Yeah, Keller has just been uh, really bad. He's one of the another pitchers that has issues with walks. Uh, last three starts, he's allowed, um, let's see, here's that 16 walks he's given up uh, to the opposition uh, in his last three starts. That's over 13 in uh, third innings pitched. Uh, he did have a good start against Minnesota in his last start where he did go five and a third, only allowed one earned run. Um, but when you have two bad teams and two bad pitchers, I agree with Dylan. You just want to look at the over. Um, the Royals, I know this season have been really bad offensively, but they do do better against left-handed pitching. Um, so I think I'm not putting money on either one of these pitchers. I'm just going to root for runs as well. Um, I quite like KC uh, in this sport. Noah keeps talking to me about Keller and convinced me that we should leave him on our TGFBI team. So, um, I think Keller will be happy to be back at home. Uh, Muller is unbackable. And the Oakland A's have a run differential of minus 21 um, on the road. And the last eight road games, um, that's plenty good enough for me for uh, for a KC or money line. Um, I obviously feel a little bit better about KC having uh, backed them to win last night. So that's probably edging me towards being a bit more maverick here. And we'll see if we can't get another one uh, tomorrow on the run line. 8.15 Eastern first pitch is the Detroit Tigers at the St. Louis Cardinals. Matt Boyd, left-handed pitcher, goes for Detroit. And Jordan Montgomery, uh, lefty, goes for St. Louis Cardinals. Lines are plus 200 for Detroit with Boyd, minus 230 for St. Louis with Montgomery. And a total set at eight and a half. 
Moonaf, how do you feel about taking minus 230 about the St. Louis Cardinals? Oh boy, um, I see <laughs> why they are minus 230, um, but I can't put my money on a team that is absolutely just struggling right now for wins. Uh, you know, we talked about it at the top of the show, how they just got dismantled by the Angels today. Um, but kind of looking into the numbers, Montgomery, you know, there was a picture that we discussed earlier, Mal, today that his ERA is inflated because of one bad start. Jordan Montgomery falls into that category as well. Um, he's been pretty good this season for the uh, Cardinals. It's just that one start against the Diamondbacks where he allowed seven earned runs, which is making his uh, uh, ERA just skyrocket. Um, but other than that, he, he's been pretty solid for the Cardinals. Now, unfortunately, the Cardinals have lost four straight starts when he has started. Um, and they've, uh, in three out of those four starts, they didn't give him any run support. So um, I think that's number one a concern for the Cardinals. Uh, and then you take a look at Matthew Boyd. He hasn't been very good either on the season, one and two with a 5.47 ERA. Um, the Tigers have actually won three out of his uh, five starts. The other thing that kind of stuck off to the jump off the page to me is that I believe it's either interleague games or road games is that where the Tigers have accumulated most of their wins, if I'm not mistaken. But um, Boyd in his last start, he allowed six earned runs to the Baltimore Orioles. Um, and then you kind of look at what these teams have done against left-handed pitching thus far this season. Detroit, they're kind of middle of the pack, number 17 as far as WRC plus against left-handed pitching. St. Louis is number seven. Um, as well uh, in that category uh, against left-handed pitching. Team batting average, the Cardinals against left-handed pitching are number nine. So they're top 10 in a lot of the uh, categories. I'm not – I'll back – I'm going to back the Cardinals uh, team total here. I, I just can't get behind this team um, as far as a winning game, I know there's another stat out there that the Cardinals, I think, are 0-10 or 0-11 in the first game of a series this season. So I'll just root for runs. The Cardinals bad to wake up a little bit against Matthew Boyd. Yeah, that was my best stat the last night, Moon. And it, 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 I, should, I, should, I wasted it last night because it actually applies to this one. Yeah, they've lost 10 series openers in a row. They've lost five games in a row. They've had the worst start. Uh, since 1973. Um, and I like Boyd. Um, I don't know why, but I like him. You can't back St. Louis at this price. You'd be mad. Give me Detroit at plus 200. Um, to keep winning. Um, Dylan. Yeah, I don't usually do this, but I think there's some value here on the Tigers plus one and a half. You know, Tigers playing some good baseball right now or or they're just the Mets are just that bad. But uh, I mean, I, I still can't back the Cardinals, especially over two dollars with them. They just got swept again by the Angels. They've lost six in a row. Their bats have picked up a little bit, but Tigers 16 and 13 against the run line. They hit lefties decently. So I'll take a shot here with the Tigers uh, plus 104 on the run line. 9.38 Eastern first pitches the Texas Rangers at the LA Angels. Texas officially TBD. I believe it's Dane Dunning uh, who will take the ball for the Rangers. Tyler Anderson, left-handed pitcher, goes for the Angels. No lines um, as a result of this. Um, I can take you through Dane Dunning. 2-0, 177 ERA. This will be his first start. He's pitched 20 innings 
out of the pen. Hasn't given up any homers. Uh, you'll get three or four innings out of him tomorrow. Um, Tyler Anderson was better last time um, at uh, Milwaukee after three bad starts. And he has generally been better um, on the road. Yeah, tricky. Um, Texas Penn blew it last night um, against Arizona. And now I don't know what the te- Texas not playing this evening as we speak. No, no. So they've got a day to recover because they're going to be needed in this one. This is really tricky. I think the Angels are more reliable at home. They've won again tonight. Um, yeah, the Texas spend might have some recovery time, but equally they've been, they have been working hard uh, lately. I'll take the LA Angels, but obviously we've got no lines. Um, Moonaf, Texas are going well. Um, Josh Jung's been absolutely raking Moonaf. Yes. He's making an early bid for Wookiee of the Year. Yeah, uh, the bats have been really good uh, for the uh, Rangers, even without Corey Seager. Um, why, why are you so frustrated? That was my joke. Right, I warned you at the top of the show, Moonaf. I had the great May the 4th joke. You had to pay attention. You had to watch for it. I've just thrown out Josh Young could be Wookiee of the Year, and you have not reacted in a little bit. I don't get the reference. I don't get it. You don't, you don't know what a Wookiee is? Fucking Can someone in the chat get into this? And, oh, my goodness. This is worse than the fig jam situation from the other day. Oh, that was bad. Oh God, okay. I told my parents oh. about that, and they were disgusted <laughs> with me. <laughs> right, you carry on. Someone is going to get in the chat and save me. That is an incredible joke. That I might be the... I thought you said rookie of the year, but you said rookie of the year. Me too. <laughs> you know, so do you know Chewbacca? Yeah, yeah, of you course. Know? Well, he's a rookie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, right, I so why is it... my head. <sighs> Unbelievable. You can't... I don't know why I bother sometimes, honestly. You know, I'm trying to focus here, trying to find winners for our listeners, and you're stupidly throwing in these jokes that are going over my head. I'm trying to focus here. But yeah, yeah okay, I, I got I'm, it. I'm too cross to talk to you. And then now when you explain it, I, I get it. Okay, but... <laughs> yes, the offense has been really good for the um, for the Texas Rangers. Um, I think another, and we've talked about this a lot, is that this feels like this AL West division is really up for grabs right now. The Astros are reeling a little bit. Uh, the Mariners have been kind of up and down. Um, the Rangers have a one-game lead over the Angels right now. So this is a big series early on in this season if it comes down to tiebreakers and things like that. Um Dane Dunning has been going along pretty well this season. I think he's been coming out of the bullpen, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Angels here at home as well. I think their offense has been doing really well. Um, um, Otani, obviously, with Otani, Trout, Rendon, uh, Taylor Ward has been really good for them as well. So I'm going to trust the Angels here at home with Tyler Anderson. Uh, What do you think about the Wookiee of the Year there, Dylan? Oh, Josh Jung, yeah, the kid's raking so far. I think he's batting, what, 275 right now? So, kid's on fire. But uh, as for the game, I really want to back. See, I'm seeing Nathan Ivaldi going, so that's why I really don't know. But Nathan yeah, I Ivaldi. I had there as well. But, yeah, it's up to – I think it's yeah. still TBD. It's still PND. So Tyler Anderson, he's uh, he's okay. But at home, Angels have been raking. Maybe an Angels team total over kind of like that as well uh, i could see some runs uh 19 and 10 uh toward the over for the rangers so i kind of like the the over here depending on the number 
Mel looks so disappointed right now. He's just so I honestly. <laughs> I'm crestfallen, is what I am. That's the word. Um, <laughs> Captain <laughs> Captain Sado's, I think, got the joke and rightly pointed out, Moon, that you do look part Wookie. Um, <laughs> honestly, I can't. I've, I was been so excited about that for about eight hours. I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, Jesus. Really, really, I give it the big build-up. Yeah, 9.40 Eastern. Shut up, we'll pretend it never happened. The Washington Nationals at the Arizona Diamondbacks where Jojo Gray will take the ball for Washington and Merrill Kelly uh, goes for Arizona. Uh, one, plus 152 for Washington, minus 175 for the Snakes. Total is set at eight and a half. Uh, I will say hello to Josh in the chat because I like saying hello to new people. And then we'll throw this Washington v. Arizona game to Dylan. Yeah, hey, finally a game I like the under. Eight and a half under at even money. I'll take that. I made my line 7.5. Jojo Gray, man, he's been great this season, especially on the road. 153 ERA, uh, three runs given up in 17 innings. I think he could have some success against the D-backs. And with Merrill Kelly going for the Snakes, all three starts at home for him have gone under the number. Nationals winners of four of their last five, but they are just three and seven toward the over. So not a lot of scoring uh, for them, but they are winning close games at plus money. I'll, I'll take a shot on the under eight and a half here. Okay, under eight and a half. Um, I'll, I'll chip in there because I kind of dressed this up the same, but took a first five under. Um, I do like uh, Josiah Gray. It's no secret. I think he can go well. And... Um, Merrill Kelly, he's just really boring. Um, but that might be enough today uh, in this one. Uh, Christian Walker is worth a mention. He's crushing it three homers in the last two days for the D-backs. But yeah, first 500 for me, Munaf. Yeah, I agree about the under here as well. Um, Jojo Gray was the guy that we were fading last year, at least when he was uh, at home. But man, he's he's looking really good so far this season. He hasn't allowed more than two earned runs uh, in any of his starts this season. Uh, Merrill Kelly had a really good start last year against the Nationals. I think he, I think it was either one run he gave up or it was he threw shutout innings. Let me double check here. Yeah, six innings he uh, pitched last year, only out one earned run. So I think that yeah, uh, the off uh, the offenses will be um, or we'll see a lack of runs here. So I agree about what uh, Dylan said about the under in this game. So under for me as well. Okay, so team right uh, for a low-scoring game there. 9-4 Eastern first pitch. LA Dodgers at the San Diego Padres, the two slightly underperforming teams. Um, We've got Clayton Kershaw, left-handed pitcher going for the Dodgers. We've got Joe Musgrove pitching for the San Diego Padres. Lines are minus 133 for the Dodgers with Kershaw. Even money, plus 100. Joe Musgrove total set at 7.5 for Munaf. Yeah, I'm um I'm honestly kind of shocked to see the numbers that um Kershaw has put up so far this season. Um five and one with a 1.89 ERA. He's only allowed eight earned runs in uh 38 innings pitched thus far this season. Uh at home, oh sorry, over his last three starts, three and oh with a 0.45 ERA, 20 innings pitched, only one earned run. Um, and again, those are the same numbers that he's had at home uh, so far this season as well. He's faced the Cardinals, the Mets, and the Diamondbacks at home thus far this season. Uh, and again, he's, he looks like he's in Cy Young form right now uh, for the Dodgers. Joe Musgrove gets a start here for the uh, Padres. Second, uh, sorry, third start of the year. 
Uh, I think we got to throw the numbers of what he did against the Giants out the window just because, you know, it was in altitude. It was in Mexico City. Um, and he gave up seven earned runs. So I'm not even going to count that against him. Um, but the two things that stuck out to me is the the history that these two pitchers have uh, against the opposing team. So Clayton Kershaw uh, against the Padres in his entire career. Um, I'll quickly roll this off to you. So he's 23 and nine. The 2.03 ERA in his career against the Padres. And I'll filter this down to about uh, 2020 uh, because obviously lineups change and things like that. Um, he's two and three with a 2.41 ERA. So he's been really good uh, consistently throughout his career. Now, Joe Musgrove against the Dodgers uh, in his career hasn't recorded a win yet. He's 0 0 um, 6. With a 4.04 ERA um, since 2021, I believe he's faced his team six times, and he's 0-3 with a 3.34 ERA. So I like I'm gonna back the better pitcher here in Clayton Kershaw, who's just had great history against the Padres. Um, the offense is coming alive a little bit as well for the uh, Dodgers as well. Uh, so I'm gonna go with the Dodgers money line here against the Padres. Um, the level of dif- disrespect Munaf's getting in the comment section has really perked me up. Uh, so I'm, I'm here for all of that. Keep that up, boys. Really enjoying that. Um, Dylan, uh, LA Dodgers at the Padres. Yeah, yeah, same way. Excuse me. I'm going to be on the Dodgers here. Money line minus 120. I made him a minus 135 favorite. Uh, I agree with Munaf. Uh, Kershaw's been fantastic. I really didn't expect him to be this good, but got to give credit to him and I just don't understand the line. I got to back him here. They And the offense, they've really turned it around this past week, coming off two straight sweeps, playing really good baseball with their ace on the mound. I think this is a good spot for them. I'll, I'll take the Dodgers here as well. Um, I came down on the other side of this one. Um, little shout out to Max Muncy. He uh, is now the home run leader in MLB. But I thought Kershaw's, um looked vulnerable on the road. Um, and I was happy to take Musgrove here in a spot. I say put a line through that last performance, like Moonaf says. Uh, but the Padres for me get even money plus 100 uh, looked backable. Next up, oh, we have the uh, penultimate game on the card. Is a 10-10 Eastern first pitch between the Houston Astros and the Seattle Mariners. Christian Javier goes for Houston and Luis Castillo uh, takes the ball for Seattle. Houston plus 132. Uh, Seattle a minus 145. The total is set at seven. Uh, Christian, Christian Javier, a uh, two-and-one record with a 348 ERA. He's been consistent, but he has been just below top class, I would say. Um, he's not given up many hits, though, so I think hopefully he can go okay. Uh, Castillo's been fine as well, and neither lineup's going too well, actually. Both scuffling along a little bit. And I can see this being a bit of a pitch in June, a bit of a slow burn. I've had this feeling about Houston all week, actually. I kept calling them the sort of they're going to win or lose games, 4-3, to 4-2, to two, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so exactly the same. The total's low. I wouldn't mind another half a run on this. Uh, seven and a half would make me feel good. I could probably find it if I shop around. Um, but yeah, I'll take the under seven um, for your Houston Astros, Munaf. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Castillo has been pretty decent so far this season. I uh, can't argue against that. Uh, the offense has just really been inconsistent for the Astros. 
Um, I really think they're missing Jose Altuve right now. I think they should be getting him back sooner rather than later. He did start some baseball activities, so it's the latest report I did read. Also, Michael Brantley should be back soon as well. But, um, yeah, I think this is going to be a tight Ale West battle, battle here. Um, I don't want to say the word revenge because, you know, Malcolm's going to throw a fit, but uh, maybe the Mariners are looking at a little bit of revenge against the Astros after they kicked him out of the playoffs last season. So um, give me the under as well here, Mel. Okay. Um, Dylan's copping it now with the comments. Everyone's uh, jumped off mood off and started piling on Dylan. Uh, Dylan, what do you think of this Houston at Seattle game? I don't understand any of it. because Neither do I. It's just fun. Yeah. I'm just assuming it's funny. I like it. Yeah, me too. As long as uh, they're leaving me alone, I'm all for it. Just crack yeah. on. Uh, yeah, I thought this one was honestly the hardest game to handicap. Uh, I, I did make the Mariners a minus one twenty five favorite, so if anything, I gotta go dog or pass here. Uh, I really like both picks. Maybe it was five under, maybe under seven. I set my total at six point eight. I just think both pitchers are gonna have success against these lineups. Neither offense is gonna overpower you. I agree. I think they're hurting right now without Jose Altuve. So. Yeah, it's either Astros or a first five under. That's kind of how I was feeling towards this game. Uh, moving off, that last comment is an absolute disgrace, by the way. I assume it was you. Didn't yeah. God type and talk at the same time, so it had to be you. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I could do both. <laughs> you can't. 10-15 Eastern first pitch is the Milwaukee Brewers at the San Francisco Giants. Uh, this is the last game you'd be pleased to hear. Corbin Burns pitches for the Brewers and Sean Manai, a left-handed pitcher, for the Giants, minus 133 on the Brew Crew. Even money, plus 100 for the Giants. Toll at seven and a half. Dylan, finish us off. Yeah, let's end it with another over. I was able to grab a seven and a half over. Totals around eight now. Still like the over. I made my total 8.3. Basically fading Sean Manai in this spot. He's only gone past the fourth inning one time this season. 16 runs in 18 innings. I just think this this Brew Crew is going to uh, take advantage of him. I think it's a good spot for them in this lineup. Uh, coming off a three-game skid, maybe get back on the winning side of things. going to be a windy night in the Bay Area, so... 14-mile-an-hour winds blowing out over there. Uh, I'll take the over here. Okay, loads of totals for Dylan tonight. He's the uh, he's the numbers guy on the Rockford Lights. Moonaf, uh, Brewers at Giants? Yeah, I lean with the Brewers here. Uh, Corbin Burns against the Giants in his career has been really good. Uh, 2-0 and with a 1.03 ERA in his last five appearances against the Giants. Um, he's had nine or more strikeouts in four of the last five starts against the uh, Giants as well. He's been in double-digit strikeouts uh, in the last three, in three starts last season against the Giants. He had 11 strikeouts, 10 strikeouts, and 14 strikeouts. So uh, if you want to take a look at a strikeout prop tomorrow for Corbin Burns, I know that the um, the Giants have been one of the teams against right-handed pitching uh, that has one of the highest strikeout percentages in the entire league. Uh, they're actually number three with a 26.2 team strikeout percentage. Um, this season, and then if we filter that down to the last 14 days, uh, they are improving a little bit, but they're still top seven in the entire league. So uh, I think Corbin Burns can go well here. I, li- I like the Brewers. I like the Brewers team total over, and like Corbin Burns strikeouts as well. Yeah, completely agree with you, Moonaf. I love the Brewers in this spot. Um, I'm way out on Minaya. Um, way, way out. I think I'm probably labored the point um, when we handicapped him over the last two or three weeks. He should be in the bullpen. Um, but yeah, the, they're there for um, Burns, uh, coupled with the fact that I'm out of Manaya, 
makes me like the Brewers at a price of minus 133. Nothing wrong with that price. And in fact, I will crack straight on into the lock and dog um, because that is going to be my lock. Uh, I like the Brewers uh, tomorrow, price of minus 133. I'd have this um, a, a, lo- a lot shorter, near a minus 150. So yeah, give me Corbin Burns to take down Manaya. And for my dog, um, I've just scribbled one out and wrote another one down. I'm probably going to regret that. I initially had Detroit written down. Uh, plus 200. However, I might be pushing my luck because they've done me three favours in the last 24 hours. Uh, so I'm going to pivot to uh, Kansas City Royals on the run line. Mm. Um, that, you see, everything about that is, everything about Oakland, that minus 21 run differential in the last eight games. Um, Muller's numbers are horrible. And I think Keller can go okay back at home. Um, so KC are kind of a legit MLB team, even though they're a bad one. Um, Oakland aren't. So, yeah, so I'll take KCR as my dog. Uh, Moon off what you have. Uh, all right. For my lock, uh, I am going to go with the – give me the Dodgers minus 125 with Clayton Kershaw on the mound. I think that he can continue playing well or pitching well for the uh, Dodgers. Like I mentioned, he has really good history against the uh, Padres as well. And Joe Musgrove hasn't been able to record a win against the uh, Dodgers um, in his career yet. So uh, at this price of minus 125, where the bats have also come along well uh, for the Dodgers, I'll take the Dodgers on the money line, minus 125. Uh, For my dog, um, that's at a minus price now. I was going to go with the Braves run line. Um, Let's go to the Blue Jays tomorrow. Yeah, Blue Jays minus one and a half, plus 110 on the run line uh, against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, Chris Bassett last season was fantastic against his Pirates team. Um, I know he's been a little bit up and down uh, so far this season, but I think the bats can really carry against uh, Rich Hill here um, on Friday, so I'll go Blue Jays minus one and a half plus one ten. I also did like the uh Brewers on the run line as well, minus one and a half at plus one twenty. But uh, officially, uh, Blue Jays run line okay. Uh, Dylan, all right, uh, lock. I'm gonna go total. I've mostly done totals today on the show. I'm gonna go Nationals D backs under eight and a half. You could get that at even money right now. I think two good pitchers in Merrill Kelly and Jojo Gray. Uh, I just think we see a pitcher's duel in this one. So gonna go under here, eight and a half for my lock and for my dog. I do like the Tigers, but uh. I'm going to go the run line. I think you guys convinced me. First game, uh, Cubs minus one and a half at plus 135. I think that's tremendous odds uh, for the Cubs right now. So going to totally fade Edward Cabrera here on the road. He has over a six ERA. Uh, I I don't think this is a good spot for the Marlins. Cubs are a top five offense. So I'll take the Cubs on the run line plus 135 as my dog. Yeah, that's a nice pick me. Um, So that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, it's got us to the end of the show. It always amazing. There's always like three or four people tune in for the last 30 seconds of the show. Uh, that happens on the, the Premier League show as well. So welcome, everyone. We're about to say uh, bye. I really enjoyed that. That was lots of fun. Thanks, everyone, who's joined us and chirped in the comments. Uh, that's made me giggle because I've had a busy day today. Um, and this has just given me a little bit of daylight uh, in my little mind. So, um, Moonaf, uh, anything you need to tell us before we go? Josh uh, commenting, we need to get paid $100 an hour. For I love that. Yes. 
if you could send uh, that to uh, Sean. That's, yeah. not, that's not enough for me to even deal with Malcolm anyway, so oh. I, I, need to, I need to add a zero to the end of that. Uh, not sure if somebody caught the photo there or not. I'm not going to put Malcolm on the spot right now. Oh, I do have picture. what photo? Um, I mean, I, I don't just... want to... I don't want to embarrass him now right now. I think only only Serial saw it. Uh, but <laughs> I'll sorry to you offline. Uh, but no, uh, look, if you haven't left us a rating and review, uh, whether you listen on Spotify, whether it's Apple, uh, please go and do so. It really helps out the show. Uh, also, uh, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel for MLB uh, Gambling Podcast, go and do so. Uh, and again, Shady Rays, if you want to win $500, check them out. Um, 50% off when you use promo code SGPN. Uh, it's. I got myself a pair. I got the misses a, a, a pair for herself as well. Uh, a lot. It's a cool. Sh- some cool shades. Again, in the month of May, if you buy it, use that promo code. Upload your receipt uh, on the uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/shady. You get entered to win five hundred big ones. So uh, definitely get in there. Yes, agree, uh, Dylan. Company man, I love it. Uh, I saw the picture of you posting the your sunglasses for your wife and yourself. Those are nice. My question with me, I have glasses. Do they come prescription? Because I can't fucking see. I don't have that problem. I have. <laughs> come on. I have, I have twenty twenty. That's something you may need to take up with Shady Race. Oh my god! If that's the case, I mean, everyone has to go over because I was looking at the website and they have really nice sunglasses. But they do. There's some nice designs. I'll y- say your I'm boy's blind. I need some prescription <laughs> ones. So, but yeah, I think physically from the eyes up, I'm in great condition. I can see for miles, and my hair's beautiful. From there down. I've got a body like a dropped lasagna. I'm a right mess. Um, but yeah, the top like 5% of me, incredible condition. Um, yeah, I would advise you. I've carried this network um, on my shoulders today. Yeah, I've got the Kentucky Derby. Go to the website, find the article. Go and listen to the podcast. Go and listen to the Premier League podcast. Loads of winners. I mean, winners coming out of our ears on there. Uh, and the MLB tonight. So I appreciate um, all of your help. Uh, build me a statue. Etc. Good luck with all your bets. Uh, myself and Noah will be back tomorrow with some variety of a Friday Lock Dog Total episode. Um, and until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>